We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We'll see if we see him. Doesn't appear that we will. Knicks will back off and... The Miami Heat's improbable playoff run continues. Miami is now two wins away from becoming just the second eight seed in NBA history to advance to a conference finals. They lead the Knicks two games to one. New York, an eight seed back in 1999, the only other eight seed to make it to the conference finals. That year they made it to the NBA finals. And the way this Miami team is playing, who knows? Maybe the Heat will make it all the way. They lead this series two games to one after a convincing 105-86 victory here over the Knicks in game three. Oh, boy. Mm-mm-mm. Well, at least we could stop with the Knicks in five nonsense, uh, <laughs> if nothing else. Uh, what's the final score of this one? 105-86? Sure, why not? That sounds good. Uh, here with uh, DJ Zulo. Hello, DJ. How are you? Um, I'm okay. You know? I was better about three hours ago. <laughs> yeah, where are we all? But let's uh, let's have our therapy session. And try to f- figure this one out. Yeah, uh, it's a good way to put it. I, I have a lot of thoughts. I'm gonna I'm gonna just try to. There's not gonna be any soliloquies uh, to start this one. I'm gonna try to get as much out as I can, and I want to bounce it off you because you're a lot smarter than me when it comes to this stuff. And I'm curious if we saw the same game. Uh, well, we saw an ass kicking. Did we not? That was an ass kicking. Yes. Can we confirm? Yeah. Yeah. I actually think it could have been a lot worse. To be honest with you. If you're, if we were, if they were, yeah, it's weird. Um, uh, on one hand, uh, I want to give all the credit in the world to Miami. Miami, Miami is doing this to us. Let's just start there. Miami is doing this to us. We are, we are letting them do it to us. We are, there are some self inflicted wounds that are at the, at the behest of Miami. Um, but Miami is doing this to us. Give them all the credit. At the same time, they are not the sort of team that is going to, beat you by 40. They're not, that's just not how they're built. Um, if they were playing another team today that, and they played the way they did, I think, you know, this could, this deficit could have been twice as much. Uh, so we'll start there. Second thing I just want to say out front, um, we'll get into X's and O's and rotations and starting lineup things and effort and guys just playing very badly. Um, I thought the Knicks were out hustled today. Uh, not too, the degree where, like, I, you know, I'm gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, I'm embarrassed to be a Knicks fan." No, I, I didn't think it was that level, but it was noticeable enough for me watching where I felt like I wanted to lead off with that. Do you, Do you agree with that? 
I do. Yeah. I think just the heat going strictly to a man to man defense, a ton of deflections early, bumping yep. every drive the Knicks had. And then it was almost comical how many times uh, a heat player was on, on the floor diving for a loose ball. Um, if you use that as your proxy for how hard each of the teams are playing, I mean, there, there you go. Yes. Uh, so get that out of the way. Um, okay. I'm going to, let me try to see if I can get this out in a coherent fashion. Um, there's going to be a lot of attention paid to things that there should be attention paid to after this game. Julius Randle, very bad game. The starting lineup does not seem to be working. Um, and as a result of the starting lineup not working, the bench is all kinds of out of sorts. Uh, there seems to be a, a simple change to that, which is to put Grimes back in the starting lineup and put Josh Hart back on the bench. Set everything the way it was. Josh Hart uh, being on the bench and Quentin Grimes being in the starting lineup was not going to make up 19 points in this game. I mean, this isn't, we're not talking Alfred Payton, Derek Rose here. We're not even talking, you know, Alec Burks, Emmanuel quickly. This is Josh Hart's a really, really good player. Um, and he helps the Knicks win, mm-hmm. but the Knicks have, I, I don't want to say been doing it with smoke and mirrors all year, but we've been talking about it all season. How does the 23rd? Well, for most of the season, they were the 23rd, 24th best effective field goal percentage team in the league. They ended up, I think around 19th or so. How does the team that can't shoot, be generate the third or by some metrics, second best offense in the league. Well, we always point to the same three things, offensive rebounds, free throws, um, don't turn the ball over. All those things were neutral at best today. Um, But that's really over that. That's getting too into the weeds. They're the third best offense in the league because they knew exactly what they wanted to do. Every game they came into and no team could prevent them from doing the thing they wanted to do, which is we're going to get in the teeth of the defense. We're going to take the shots that we want to hit. And if you take away those shots, once we get into the season of the defense, we're going to kick it out. And we're going to take the threes that we want to take, the threes that come off of our penetration. And you know what? If either the threes miss with a penetration, we get the penetration, we take a shot, doesn't miss. Well, then there's someone there to get the offensive rebound. And it starts the whole cycle all over again. And by the end of 48 minutes, you will be exhausted. And we will outwork you and we will make you tired by the end. Cleveland, I think, thought that, well, we have two seven-footers in the middle, so you're not going to be able to do that against us, which is different than we're going to take away what you want to do. And I don't know if that's maybe me getting too cute by half, but I, I think there is something of a difference there between that series, to say nothing of the fact that it's a very young team that hadn't been there before, and this series, which is a team that, oh my God, do they know exactly what the Knicks want to do? Are they able to take exactly away from the Knicks what the Knicks want to do? And they're saying to the Knicks, yeah, we know you shot a, you know, a decent percentage from three during the year and, and you, you took a fair amount of threes during the year, but we're not going to let you take threes the way that you want to take threes. We're going to make you take threes the way we want you to take threes, which is the first domino of your offense. And if you make those shots, great. And look, would, would Quentin Grimes help that? Absolutely. It is, a, it, is a, it is a move so obvious at this point to just try to juice that starting lineup a little bit that I, I, I actually would be very surprised if Tibbs didn't go to it in game in game four. But who knows? Um, but it, it's it's more the mentality that they are bringing and our inability to get around them making us play on offense the way they want us to play. Was there some low hanging fruit we didn't take at the beginning of the game hunting matchups? Absolutely. I have no earthly clue 
and I'm going to turn it over to you in a second, what the hell they were doing to start this game in terms of going at the Heat's strengths on defense as opposed to trying to go after their mm-hmm. weaknesses. But that's almost besides the point in terms of they have taken us, the Heat have taken us completely out of what we want to do on the offensive end. And yeah, I'll, I'll stop there because I have other thoughts, but I, I've talked for way too long and I, I want to get your opinion here. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the driving kick in, in just then and you know, I don't remember. There must have been a, a player two in the first half where the Knicks got penetration and then kicked it out for an open three. I don't really remember that happening in the first half. At least it didn't happen with regularity. And it got to the point where in the second quarter, they were taking so many of these transition threes where a lot of them, you know, these were uncharacteristically um, uh, uncharacteristic shots for the Knicks to take, but it almost felt like those shots. they don't take That's those shots, not, but it felt like no. it felt like an offense that had no other way of generating threes. And they were just like, listen, quickly's in the game. I'm generating threes off uh, transition. And then it, they actually got a couple looks in, out of that and started to cut into that lead a little bit. But it all started where in the first quarter, they, like you said, they were trying to to almost like with you know take a hammer and drive into the lane. Heat were surrounding, and then they were also doing a great job of cutting off passing angles. And yep. it, it was to me, it was a little bit on Brunson early with a little bit of tunnel vision. And it, I wasn't the only one to, to tweet this out. I think it was very clear that he got a little too um, uh, focused on his own and doing so into the hands of the Miami defense. And I think that just got the Knicks off to a little bit of a rough start that sort of uh, steamrolled a little bit. And I just want to jump in very quickly. What are the two weaknesses of the Knicks? They don't pass the ball particularly well as a team, not just right. It's like, go on through the list. That's not a strength of theirs. And two, they're not a great team in terms of movement in general. They move some, they move enough. They move the way they want to move, right? Again, it's about what they want to do, not the way the heater would, or they would have to move to kind of get around the defense, the heater playing. Yeah. And to me, it was, the switch, and we knew it was going to happen, where you play primary zone with without Jimmy Butler in the game, game two. The Knicks sort of figured it out as that game moved along. We knew that there was going to be some zone, but primarily this was going to be a man-to-man situation uh, today. And I don't think the Knicks responded at all to that. And the physicality of the of the heat right off the bat was just, they punched the Knicks in the mouth and the Knicks didn't respond. And to me, you had to know this was going to be the adjustment with Butler playing. And for the Knicks to come out and sort of, it didn't seem ready for that sort of physicality that the heat were, were, were generating uh, was somewhat disappointing, especially as that game started where it, it just felt like every loose ball, every rotation, the heat were on it. Whereas the Knicks were just a step slow. And you know, it's, it's one of those things where every you expect every team, everyone's going to play hard, but it's like when a team has that extra edge and that, and that game threes can tend to happen when the team goes home for the first time, uh, the Knicks didn't match it. And it, it didn't, you know, there are spurts where the Knicks finally were playing their game, but it, it sort of never sustained. And even when the Heat got into a rut in that second quarter, the Knicks really couldn't cut really into that lead heavily because they weren't obviously playing well enough offensively uh, because as I thought at that point in that second quarter, they had a chance to really cut into that lead. Didn't happen because their offense couldn't sustain anything, um, you know, uh, well enough to do it. And DJ, when I said yeah. at the top, uh, out hustled, implied in that, and I should have been clearer, out physical too. It, yeah. Out hustled, out physical, fall under the exact same umbrella. Uh, totally and and completely agree with you. And then one more, let me say one more thing about the whole starting lineup issue because I really do, and I think you noticed it more glaring today than any other time. Not having heart with the second unit. I mean that second. I mean I wrote it down. They that second unit scored. 
three. I don't know how many points they scored when they were running in the first half. I know it wasn't a lot in the beginning of the fourth quarter, which was the game over probably, but they, that unit scored three points in four minutes and, and 11 mm-hmm. seconds. Um, they are, they are missing something. Uh, and the, the, the degree to which Miami took advantage of that unit today. And I'm fairly certain because RJ both starts and RJ plays with that unit. That's the reason why he was, Oh my Lord. I didn't, I knew it would be bad. I didn't realize it was this, but yeah. So RJ Barrett's going to get a lot of shit today. Cause he's a minus 32. That's a result of who he was playing with. Yeah. I think more than anything RJ Barrett was doing. And look, you got everybody know I'm, I'm King King RJ hater, right? If look, there was anybody who was going to dump on RJ today, that, that today's not the day to jump on RJ. No, it's not. Well, and look, at, you know, it was tougher on him. He, all those driving lanes that were there, you know, games too, because of the the zone. They, they're they're not going to be there against his team in that situation. No. So it was a lot of shots where he had just had to make mid range shots over good contests. He had Bam out of bios. I mean, I don't think RJ necessarily finished well today. And obviously, a three point shot wasn't there. It wasn't a good game for him. And, um, but look, when you have, but Jimmy take Butler, a number, you know, RJ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. You were one games. of how many players played the game uh, yeah, today. You were go. one of how, that many players that didn't play well. So yeah, you're right. This wasn't on him. This is a, a total team letdown. And then I'm, I mean, they got Tibbs on the mic in the second quarter, imploring his team to, to bring an intensity that was matching Miami. So it wasn't, it's not just like us, you know, a quarterback in this and saying, you know, the Knicks were out hustled, out intensified. The head coach literally said it. So it, it it's disappointing. Um, not necessarily shocking because you go through, you watch enough of these series. These are the ebbs and flows of a, of a long series. It's going to happen how they respond. We can get into, but it's, it, you, you really, I expected a, obviously a closer game uh, than this. And I just, I thought that, you know, not responding in the way that the Knicks needed to, um, Starting with Brunson, who I thought just didn't have the right mindset. You need he needs to sometimes he'll get so focused on getting his that he he, he can forget that he has other ancillary pieces that he has to. And this is a small criticism. He's a wonderful player, but he can get into this mindset sometimes. And when he's not when he's not going off and he's not making all these tough mid rangers and and floaters, it, it, the the results can be uh, pretty rough. Uh, so I'd expect him to come out game four with a little bit different mindset, but you know, it was a yeah, total team uh, let down and, as you were saying. And at the same time, as you say that, and I think this is part of the conundrum in this game, at least. And for the most part in the playoffs, he's the only Nick who could, who's been able to generate his own offense. So That's it's true. like, how do you, how do you bat? Like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure it, it puts him in a, in a tough spot. And that's why. And then I want to transition to look, there's going to be a lot of blame for Tibbs pilot on. I, I again, it's it's on the head coach to have your team ready to come out and execute the game plan. And whether that game plan was etched in fucking concrete slabs or it was written on the back of a cocktail napkin with the way they came out at the start of this game did not was not a, a team to me that was ready to execute against this defense that has to fall on the coach in some way, shape or form, whether he was saying it, whether he wasn't saying it with the game plan. I, I think they had the game plan. They just didn't follow it neither here nor there. And then obviously the hard thing seems to hard crimes thing seems to be backfiring. That said, that said, <laughs> they put up 43s. They made eight. Um, that's, I mean, that's abysmal. That's atrocious. They were, for the most part, good looks. Um, at the end of the day, you do need to put it on the players to to some extent. And, and that's a transition for me, at least, to move on to 
Julius Randle. Um, no, Nick was good today, as, as you already correctly identified. <laughs> Doesn't take an astute analyst to, to point that out, but you you did you nailed that one. Um, I don't even. I mean, who the hell was the best Nick today? I don't. That's a that's a dicey yeah. question. I mean, I actually don't think Josh Hart played a bad game. No, I, mean, I thought he. he I thought his his individual defense on Butler was was good enough. Um, we can get into how panicky the Knicks were when Butler had the ball. I thought it was too much. Um, yes. Andrew says uh, Deuce McBride was the best Nick. <laughs> I think that might be accurate. That's, that's <laughs> might be juice. accurate. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about Game Time. Is there an upcoming event you're trying to get tickets to? Whether it be tickets to one of the final home games of the Knicks season, or maybe it's a concert or a comedy show. Whatever it is, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped up for the fun you're going to have. Currently browsing through the Game Time app and I see all the events coming up in the area. Whether it's the Knicks upcoming games against the Heat at the Garden or the latest Mets and Yankee games on the schedule, the Game Time app is so easy to navigate. You can search by category like sports, music, or shows or search by teams like the Yankees, Islanders, or Knicks. I have to say that my favorite feature is the full 3D peripheral view you get whenever you select a seat. Just select a seat that's within your price range, move the phone from left to write and get a good idea of the view you'll have during the event. Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Game time is also the fastest growing ticketing app in the country. And for a good reason. As I mentioned, get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just two taps and you're set. Tickets are then sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Yeah. So, you know, and I, and I always am, am leery to single out a player in a game like this. And oh, by the way, uh, quickly has a sprained ankle, according to Tom Thibodeau. That's. Well, I thought uh, it might have been a knee situation, which worried me. So, I mean, look at. But I mean, we know ankles can linger and they're a problem, but. But better that it's the ankle, but yeah. yeah, better better ankle than knee. Let's just let's just say that. Yeah. Um, and I wanna I wanna get back to quickly before before we finish up here. Um I do think Randall is deserving of at least uh, a little bit of a spotlight uh on his own and uh, not in a good way. Uh we all know what you bad Julius Randall looks like. We got the full the full runtime feature feature length picture today uh do you do you agree that uh he was he stood out in not in a good way and and what do you think uh yeah about that uh, yeah absolutely i don't I, i'm not sure exactly where to start offense or defense um, <laughs> you know you can point. yeah you could shoot you could shoot bad it just it, that happens you you do you kind of like you build you build into your team a guy that's not a great shooter is going to have nights where he's just not going to make shots and he's got a, a you know arguably the best you know one of the best defenders in the league on him 
primarily. It's a tough matchup for him. But um, I think Tom Piccolo had the uh, the tweet, the clip of mm-hmm. arguably one of the worst closeouts I've ever seen in my life. It was late in the game. Don't call it a leading. closeout. Don't call it a closeout. He, that's he went, that's he, disrespectful he, to closeouts. To a closeout, right. He he basically walked up to a, I don't know who the shooter was. Ended was up, I think it was Lowry. Was it Lowry? I think it was, was Lowry. Lowry ended up making the three in the corner that kind of let, it was the result of all the chaos yeah, that his closeout caused. But it was him standing upright. It's We've seen it a you know, hundred times. Going through the motions, he's easily beat off that closeout. Again, Lowry flies over to the left corner, makes a three, and it was just a microcosm of a night for him that where it wasn't like the Knicks were out of the game where I started to notice some of the rotations just not being there. And it's it's I I don't know where to go necessarily because it just seemed like he was disinterested through most of that game. And it's a good word. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you can go into a game. You're tied one-one in a semi Eastern Conference semifinals, and you look like you weren't necessarily all that in. Now, listen. If he would have made shots, I'm sure you know. As we've seen, he would have gotten him juiced up on the defensive end. Um, but he didn't but make that, shots. And, that, that can't even. I, I'm sorry. I I I appreciate you trying. It's a terrible to- excuse. It's no, but a terrible it's terrible excuse. The, the weird thing was like from the opening tip, it wasn't like, oh, Julius doesn't have his offense today. It's That's now affecting right. his defense. From the I, I go back, I want to go back and watch like the first couple of possess. You could tell it was glaring at the outset. How does it happen? I don't know. How do you how was that happening in a in a playoff game? And I you you can you can as a team just not bring it to the level that your opponent is bringing it that can that happens it happens every happens all the time. Our, whether it's you know it happens all the time but for a player to do it with such a, a when you're so important to this team and you have you've been here for so long and you've been the guy for three years now where this team ebbs and flows based on your interest and giving a shit and when you don't give a shit in a in a, in a playoff game where you're tied one one I don't understand. It's 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 just like I don't. I'll never for the life of me. And maybe there's something else going on. And I know we're gonna have to do this thing where we're like, uh, All right, what if, do we I, really listen, have to? I don't I, have the energy I, for it, DJ. I, I don't have the energy for it either. You you he just didn't care enough. And to to not care in a game where yeah, early on it looked like the Heat were gonna like extend this lead. It was gonna be a tough. But from like you said, from the opening few possessions, it was just a lack of urgency from him. That was apart from what the team was doing. His disinterest uh, in playing this game was different than RJ Barrett not winning a rebound battle with uh, with um, Bam Adebayo. Yes, he got caught in a couple of those. And listen, Bam just how physical him a few times. RJ got one where he got clipped. It should have been a foul on Bam. He didn't get the call. Frustrating. Listen, but that happens. But what yep. Randall was doing for most of that night is one of the most inexcusable. And I've been watching this team as long as you have. I've, I I listen, know. I'm sure it's happened before, but you just can't I happen on the stage. It can't, it just it can't, can't. It, it can't happen on this stage from you, the jump. You, you, if you're, you know, look, the Knicks are a young team. They are the one team left in the playoffs that has not been here at all. I uh, will all due respect to their five game uh, dalliance with the Hawks two years ago. So I, I, I want to, I, again, that's not to give the team a pass, but like second round of the playoffs against a team that has made a finals in the last few years. And that was a, a, a three point shot away from making another finals. Like it is a different animal. Um, yep. 
and 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 that I, I want to respect that, and that is why that's the biggest reason for me. I, I uh, so much of this, like, oh, we're the better team than them. We're gonna we're gonna walk over them. You know, at most six and six. That's why a lot of that stuff got under my skin against this particular opponent, against this coach, against Jimmy freaking Butler. Who, I mean, God bless you if you actually thought that he wasn't going to play today. Um, I, I give me some of what you're smoking. Uh, I, I'd love some. Uh, make me sleep easier tonight. Um, so, like, and give the Heat credit for this. Are they a good? Are they a great team? No, they're not a great team. They don't have great talent, but. They're a team that comes out and what we all the things we just talked about with the Knicks getting kind of thrown off their game, not really knowing how to respond. I keep thinking back to what Benji said. I, I think it was either before the series or after game one about how what a big moment it was in the Cavs series when Bickerstaff d- switched up his starting lineup after essentially the first game. And here, here we were getting Grimes out and putting Hart in like right from the jump and like how that, that would seem significant to him mm-hmm. that we were the first one to bend. Like all that, all that stuff matters, um, you know, but anyway, back to the heat, like they know what they want to do on every possession. They know what shots they want to get. They know what shots they want to give up on the other end. And they have a leader on the sideline and they have a leader uh, on the floor. And I, I just, I, we, we do have to pay respect to that for as much as we're going to bitch and moan and complain about what the Knicks did. Last thing with, with quickly, um, and then I'll, I'll any other thoughts you want before, before I get you out of here. I thought it was funny how the announcers kept saying, oh, this is Quickly's best postseason game. And I was like, well, man, I guess so. But like, that's not exactly a, a great compliment. Um, like you said, he was trying to get himself going. There was a moment in the second quarter where they basically ran the closing lineup, right? Where it was mm-hmm. Randall Brunson, Josh Hart, Quickly, and Hardenstein. Yep. Where it's like, oh, wait, that's the Knicks. I've seen that team before. That's that's mm-hmm. that's the basketball team I've been rooting for. And, and oftentimes coming right. on here and being very happy after they, after they won a game. It was a reminder of how this team is this team in large part because of Emmanuel Quickly. And why we got on here so many times after games and be like, oh yeah, Emmanuel Quickly is the next third most important player. Is there any is there any question about that? And his like there was he had a few moments in this game and like I I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this point, but it was just like I saw it and I'm like, oh man. He yeah, so I almost forgot how important that was. Yeah, and he was. So, it just felt like he at any moment, and he made. There was a three he made. It made it forty nine thirty nine. A transition. Made a couple three. of them. Yeah. There was a stretch where the Knicks were getting some things. Uh, Grimes had an and one in transition. Um, he had that pre rotation with the steal that led to. I don't even know if they got anything out of it, but he got the steal. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, see, I think that was the play. You got the N1. Um, that was it, yeah. Out of yeah. that. Uh, so the Knicks were getting things at, at a transition with that lineup. And it, 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 I thought quickly shot looked good in game two. I thought it looked fine in, in game three. The shots are just not going in. Not and, um, you know, it's just, I, I, I was, it, and this is like you take you take small victories out of, out of this game, but I, I was heartened at least that it just didn't, it doesn't feel like he is. It feels like he's playing again, and I felt like there were points in the Cavs series, and then in, in, in the first game where I j- of the series where I just didn't th- think he was playing his game, for whatever that means. But it just it feels like it feels like he's playing his game, and the shots aren't going in. Um, defensively, he got hurt by you know a guy that's much bigger and stronger, and Lowry at the you know yeah. he's just got the shoulder into him, and you know those things yep. happen when you're not when your strength is not your strength on defense. But overall, you know, I just felt like he was he was so close to to kind of blowing up a little bit and then it was right there 
<sighs> it was right, right there. And I felt like the Knicks were so close because the heat for a point in the second quarter couldn't make a shot. No. And the Knicks got it to 10. I, th- I don't think they got it uh, within uh, beyond that. I, think 10 I, I don't like think they ever, low- but did they get it to eight at one point? I don't know. Maybe Andrew remembers maybe, better than us, but maybe like, eight in the, and this is their point in this. I know it was 49, 39. Maybe they no, got it. Andrew's um, saying no, it was t- 10 is the, the least they 10 got. It was the closest they got. And then they missed some there. They missed some shots and, and the heat um, extended the lead a little bit going into the half. But I just, I felt like it was, it was there for the taking. That was the point in the game where if you're going to look back a couple of those missed, I don't know where they missed 32 threes. In the, in the game, yes. <laughs> shocking, yes, they did. insane number. But if a, one or two of those had gone in in that second quarter stretch where things started to to work for them, primarily in transition, because you look at this half court offense again, I think they were at 70 points per 100 overall. Oh, it, they were they were at like 55 in the first I half. I think t- Fred tweeted out at one point they were at 59 pretty deep into the game. Uh, that, that is a it's a shocking number. And it's a fake they, number. <laughs> <laughs> It's it, um, it, it doesn't make sense that a professional basketball team can go out there and, and, and put up that sort of performance. But, you know, I, I felt like quickly got a little happy with the pull up threes and transition. But again, I didn't think that this team he knew he, he kind of had a sense of the moment where this team needed him to just make three or four threes that second quarter, get them back in the game. And unfortunately, he couldn't get it himself all the way there. We have a, there's a super chat for you that Andrew's going to get to in a second. But before we get to that, just anything else yeah. that we didn't touch on here that you you definitely wanted to to talk about before uh, well, before that? Well, listen, uh, game four is the is the big moment where you you make your switch. I, I like you said, um, the obvious one is Grimes um, in the starting lineup. I think that's it. Just feels like an obvious one. Um, although I I don't know what your percentage um, of confidence that Tibbs is going to make that move is. I'm about fifty fifty on as high that as one. It should be. Not as high as it should be. And then I just think the Knicks need to figure out a way to to deal with this Miami man-to-man defense, which um, was much more physical than I think they anticipated. And the other thing is, I don't think they need to panic when Butler has the ball. I felt like there was way too many times where they were sending two at the ball, some of it being Brunson when he had the Struess matchup. And Max Struess, I don't know what he ended up. Um, he had 17 points at one point and just... He really... He finished with 19, of- uh, shot 3 of 10 from 3, 7 of 14 overall. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like he he took advantage of the Brunson um, matchup, and then but a lot of that was just Brunson being the man that they were doubling um, on to Butler. I feel like the Knicks need to almost play him man uh, straight up until Butler proves that he's because Butler didn't shoot amazing. I mean, he got to line a ton, so his overall yeah, efficiency line of twenty one. Yeah, so points. I think you need to make him. You need to make him a, sh- a mid-range shooter, uh, a three-point shooter, if you can figure it out. But you keep him off the line as much as you can. Easier said than done. But don't send I, as many doubles um, um, at him as the Knicks were doing. Uh, I mean, I thought that they were a little too. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree. You know? the, the, I mean, the most disconcerting disconcerting part of this game is probably that the the Knicks lost this game by nineteen points. Miami shot thirty nine percent from the field and twenty two percent from three themselves. Yeah, that is. That is staggering. And again, it speaks to how successful the Heat were at just taking the Knicks out of what they want to do and how uncomfortable they made the Knicks on offense. Um, all right. I think on on that note, uh, Andrew, do you want to do uh, DJ Super Chat and then do Moment of the Game uh, Personal Injury Report? Here we go. Okay. Ryan, here uh, I'll read it and I'll let DJ answer. Hey, DJ, I'm no X's and O's guy, but I would like to hear from someone that is, what adjustments did Tibbs make going into game three? I'm struggling to find any. What adjustments to tip? You know, I I wrote down actually in my pregame notes what adjustments are the Knicks going going to make into the. 
that there was a concerted effort to make to take and, and make more uh, threes in transition, but I think that was more of an in-game adjustment based on how the Knicks are struggling in the first half. Um, I don't necessarily think there's a you know the obviously adjustment is that you're it's hard because you have Jimmy Butler playing in the game. Um, he didn't play in the in the previous one, so I don't know if there was any pregame adjustments that I noticed uh, necessarily. And I, I just feel like there was um, some going uh, within the game. Uh, I thought quickly should have been in the game earlier. I thought they should Tibbs should have had more of a feeling that this game was sort of different in the sense that the Heat were playing a sort of physicality that the Knicks were, were going to be required to spread them out a little bit. And he didn't go to that, um, you know, move quick enough, in my opinion. So I thought going to quickly going to Grimes earlier would have been um, my move within the game. Uh, and this, I don't know if he needed to make a ton of adjustments. He just needed to get his team ready to play a, a team that was going to come out and and pushed him around a little bit and he didn't uh, do it well enough because the team wasn't ready for what the, the heat were bringing. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm, I don't know. Like, so other than Grimes for heart, like, is there an adjustment going into game four other than like, be ready to play, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm harping on it, but let Jimmy Butler beat you. I know it sounds crazy because we have the, the Milwaukee series in, in our rearview mirror. I don't know if he's he's not 100%. He was limping through a lot of that game. And just let him just, you got to, when you were doubling in the way they were doing it, where it wasn't like the doubles are coming in from a scenario where he wasn't seeing it. So the passes out of the double were were pretty easy for him. So I, I, yeah, I, I just think let him prove to you that he can make, you know, score 35 to 40 points on, on he might do it on great efficiency. But to me, I'd rather keep the... Um, my defense in line, the Knicks have not been rotating great in the series. They didn't do any great in game two for the heat uh, for other reasons, but in game three, there was a lot of uh, empty rotations, a lot of missed rotations in that game. Try to keep the the sanity of your defense in line. And part of that is just letting Josh Hart, letting Grimes play a guy one-on-one a little more and, and then make the adjustment based on like how he's performing within the game come game four. Would you last thing and I'll get you out of here. Yeah. Would you give any thought to, I have a feeling the answer. Yeah, I'm just, again, I just thought of this because I'm just wondering to starting Grimes and quickly and putting RJ and Josh Hart and bring them both off the bench just to inject yeah. that much more shooting movement mm-hmm. kind of a defense. Uh, I know obviously yeah. you're losing heart, but you're, you're gaining quickly. Or is that, you're, you think that's too small? It's too, it's too drastic. Yeah. Well, it, it feels, it feels drastic just in the sense that it, it feels like a move of that's going to be, it's going to come off as desperate. And I don't necessarily think yep. the Knicks have to react as a desperate team. I don't think no, they don't, I don't think that benching uh, uh, Josh Hart for Grimes would, would come. I mean, it's a move that it, it's a, it's how they were operating throughout Josh Hart's tenure within the uh, the Knicks. So, I mean, I, to go back to it feels like a normal adjustment. Um, but the quickly I, I thing I would, would see, be that'd be that'd be desperate. If it okay. would feel a little desperate, but I mean, I would I would definitely want to see more of that lineup because I think you just you saw it. There were times in that first quarter, Brunson's trying to penetrate, and he's just got he's got a wall of defenders, and the Knicks shot more. Uh, long twos or more mid-range shots than any shot on the floor in the first half. So they mm-hmm. weren't getting it all the way to the rim. They weren't finishing when they were there and and didn't get a ton of uh, three-point looks until uh, as the second quarter kind of moved on and then the second half. But they Got need it. to spread this team out as, be- as best you can and then hope your defense holds up. Yep. Um, 
Well, we somehow it's, summarized. It's, it's, it's only 2-1, by the way. It's 2-1. It's... I, I I know we have to worry. It's just like it's it's no, tough to watch that game, but it's it's two one, and I I am not. This team has too much too often this year has has uh, answered the bell. I fully expect this there's to be a different group to start the game, game four. Um, I'm not necessarily going to pick the Knicks to win right now. I kind of want to look back and see how this game really went on a second watch, but at least physically, at least mentally, I think this team is going to be there um, next time these two teams play. I had the thought of like coming on here and being like the first thing I was going to say, all right, everybody calm down. It's only two, mm-hmm. one that felt disingenuous. Cause I felt like we needed to respect just how poorly I, the Knicks played today. I agree with you. However, I mm-hmm. do think it is appropriate to end by reminding everybody it is only two, one and the playoffs are a funny animal uh, in terms of game to game. When, you know, look no further than the, the world champion warriors losing by a gajillion points to the, uh, Jollis, uh Memphis Grizzlies in the playoffs last year. Now, granted, that's the Warriors. <laughs> it's the Warriors. Uh, but like, again, this team does have that in their DNA. Different stage than they've been on. We'll see if they're up to it. Uh, DJ, you were awesome. Thank you so much, man. Anything yeah, else man. before we get you out of here? No, just, uh, you know, uh, it's 2-1. Um, you know, I, I hope that um, everyone just kind of keeps their head about them a little bit. Uh, uh, like you said, this game deserves uh, criticism from the coach on down, but I, I, I have confidence that this team is going to answer the bell game four. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about Factor. During the spring season, you need wholesome, convenient meals to energize you for warmer, more active days and keep you on track for reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. Too busy to cook this May? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back outside and soak up the warmer weather. Going off script for this next part because I personally can't say enough how clutch Factor has been over the last two weeks. I'm talking Jalen Brunson clutch. I'm talking Allen Houston with four seconds against the Miami Heat in 1999 clutch. Whether it's a huge playoff game followed by a late night post game, I barely have time to prep and cook anything. So every time a post game has ended, I grab a factor meal from the fridge, put it right in the microwave, and in two minutes, I've got my dinner ready to go. The future Mrs. Claudio loves factor as well. With her busy schedule with meetings and writing reports all day, being just two minutes away from a healthy, well-cooked, pre-prepared meal is so convenient. This May, get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to factormeals.com slash filmschool40 and use code filmschool40 to get 40% off your first box. Again, that's factormeals.com slash filmschool40 and use code filmschool40 to get 40% off your first box. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Uh, GMAC. Where is he? Nicely. Okay. Here we I'm go. here. How you doing? I'm good. Did hey. so this the lineup you just suggested, the quickly Grimes lineup. Yeah. To start. Wouldn't that just mean the bench doesn't have shooting then? You're just putting uh yeah, lineup, no, it, again, you're putting you're it borrowing, on the bench. you're you're, bar, you're uh stealing from from Peter to pay Paul. Um totally. Um you know, I don't I I agree it's it is too drastic. I wouldn't do it's not the time for that sort of a thing. But in terms of maybe going to it 
go into a period, go into it maybe a little earlier. I think it's it's an idea. Um, it's tough. You know, it's tough because, you know, we, we've praised RJ Barrett for five straight games tonight. He didn't have a great game. Again, I don't think it was anywhere nearly as bad as this plus minus suggested. Um, but like there is a question with how the Heat are defending the Knicks now. Um, I don't know how much of how much it, it, how much does this can make to continue to be an RJ series? I don't know. We'll see. Um, I don't know if we're if it's an RJ series or I, I hear what you're saying. Like I, I said this to you in our text. Like RJ being a minus twenty four and a half, a minus thirty two for the it, game felt more of like the lineup yeah, it, and the spacing that he's in than he's played so bad when he's in their minus thirty two. Um, and I agree with you. Like the, the the most spacing possible is a lineup I would go to. To be honest, this was a day to go with Hart at the four and sit Randall. If you were ever going to do that, well, and there's your quickly Grimes minutes. They play together and hopefully going small like they did in the last regular season game we, actually works out. We didn't talk about it with DJ, but like I was actually surprised. Like, oh, we played what he played the whole fourth quarter, right? Because he went to yeah. the small ball thing. Um, I wasn't sure if we we're going to see Obi in the second half after the first half that, that he played. Again, nobody was good. Nobody was good. Nobody was good. Yeah. Um, but you went with that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, nothing would surprise me at this point moving forward. Um, we have the return. Yes, the return of the personal injury report. It, was, it wasn't here for a little while, but we're proud to have it back from uh, courtesy of our good friends at Weiss and Rosenblum. Uh, they, they had to take a little break, but they're, they're back in, in full force. And what better game to come back with the personal injury report? Oof. Uh, don't forget, if you think you may have a personal injury case, call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that is 212-366-6100. You could also visit WeissandRosenblum.com for more information. Um, consultations are absolutely free. Uh, if they take your case, they don't get paid unless you do. Um, prior results don't guarantee future outcomes, but most important thing, got to go with a veteran. Like, Tom Thibodeau going with veterans, not going with rookies right now. <laughs> How's it mm. working out? Uh, no, but if you if you go with a veteran in, in Weiss and Rosenblum, it will, it will work out better for you than it is currently working out for the Knicks. Uh, 212-366-6100. Okay. Uh, so, Manuel, quickly. Um, sprained ankle. Uh, the Knicks play in two days. Glad it's not worse. It's my simple reaction to it. Glad it's not worse. I... I mean, we're talking about a player who played nine minutes in the last game, which was a win for the Knicks. Uh, it's, you know, but he, he played a lot more today. Um, how many minutes did he actually play today? Uh, 20 minutes today. Felt probably like would have played the entire fourth probably, quarter. Yeah, he probably gotten hurt. So. Probably would have kept going. Um, I'll just I'll just go back to what I said a minute ago. Like the, Emmanuel quickly was as intrinsic to this team's identity this year as anyone besides Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. They need him. They need him to play better. They beat the Cavs without him playing particularly well on offense, at least. I thought defense, he was, he was pretty good against the Cavs. Um, we hope he's okay. Uh, I, I hope he's okay. So that's that. Uh, Jalen Brunson also appeared to... or uh, Bam Adebayo actually stepped on Jalen Brunson's ankle, uh, I guess inadvertently. I, I don't know. He was uh, going up for a rebound, landed on... Okay. Brunson's I, look, I, I have energy for the heat today. The entire fan base over there getting a let's go heat chant going while quickly was being helped off the floor is not 
my favorite of moments uh, over at MSG South, but Florida does what Florida does. Florida, <laughs> we know that. Uh, so yeah, Tibbs said Jalen Brunson may have tweaked his ankle today. Uh, again, we, Steve's not going anywhere without Jalen Brunson, so yeah. we hope he is okay too. I think that's it. Um, other than New York's pride, which hopefully they recover from in short order. Um, our moment of the game, I don't know how the hell we're supposed to do a moment of the game. So I've got three. Oh so- boy. The first one, you mentioned it. When they got it down to 10, quickly it hit his second three of the second quarter. Um, Knicks uh, get a rebound, a defensive stop. Um, Hart pushes it up the floor. Randall walks into a long three. And I'm wondering, like, what is going on? Like, this, this, this Julius, right? Like, he takes it with maybe 18 left on the shot clock. I get it. All season, he's made tough shots. This was not the game for him to be taking that three. It misses. He come back down. Jimmy hits a shot. They're up 12. What could have been if you get a good possession there, maybe go back to somebody else that was actually contributing on offense. They get it down to eight. They he, finally get it under single digits. Instead, it goes back the other way and they never got it lower than like 13. The rest of the he, game. He had several, several mm-hmm. momentum killing uh, three point attempts that missed or and then there was that one where he actually thought better he didn't take the three and then like ended up turning it over. Uh, it, it was all, it was all bad. Uh, mm-hmm. What was your second moment of the game candidate? The challenge that was overturned. <laughs> Cause if you I, listen, we're, we're at straws at this point, but I know I couldn't understand it. And it's funny. Like, I couldn't either. I got smoke for tips today. It's mostly just the Grimes for heart sub. Cause I just would have rather see what the game, yeah. how it would have played out. If you went to the rotation you've used all season. Um, yep. But like, that that moment, it was just a, a strong indication of every button he pushes is going to end up being wrong today because he calls a timeout there. Like Brunson draws the offensive foul. He draws the timeout. It's like, all right, we got two minutes left. Let me actually like come up with some NATO to make sure we get this down to 16. During that timeout is when Spolstra got a second look at it. I was like, you know what? I'll just challenge it. It's Gabe Vincent's fourth foul. Why not? I got like seven um, timeouts. And then we come back from break and they're challenging it. It's like, oh, so if you had just like inbounded the ball, maybe the Knicks get a basket there. It's down to 16. We're having some yep. fun in the fourth quarter. Um, no. That felt like a, a moment if I'm grasping for moments. And then the last one, fourth quarter, Jimmy Butler is sitting for the entirety of the fourth quarter. It looks like he's not coming back in the game. Knicks get it down to 13. Spo calls his third timeout of the fourth quarter. And Jimmy Butler um, hobbled and all uh, draws a double. Hands off to Bam. He dunks it home. That's the exclamation point. Heater up at 99.84, and the rest is history. Jalen Brunson said he'll be ready for game four. Well, I hope he is. Um, <clears throat> better in game four. I thought you were going to go with the uh, Jimmy Butler uh, long two over Josh Hart, where he ran back up the court saying he can't guard me. So he, that was on the list. They did get it back down to 13 they after did. that. So that's why I went with the which is, exclamation point, you know, which is, by the way. And again, Josh Hart has played really good defense on Jimmy Butler in the series, but it's all the more reason. Like, listen, Jimmy Butler is going to score. Jimmy Butler is going to score. Um, going back to Grimes, it's not like you're losing much there. Um, so, yeah. Did you uh, no, have any flashbacks to the 90s when something which Zeller was out there? Cody? Well, I, I was going to say. You didn't want to give a uh, moment of the game to Julius for not for just like remaining on the ground and smiling as opposed to getting up. And I was like, to- okay, we get our Kelly moment. It's growth. You know, uh, I, Julius just sat there and didn't get, 
Okay. What a... can, I, can I go tell you the dark place I went to in that moment? Sure. I was like, so if they eject Randall here, do we have a chance? Like oh that's the place I went to. No, again, he... I'm I'm a Randall guy. Like I've I'm no, open that... to criticism for him today. He was awful. Like God, awful. He he was awful. But the notion that like removing him from this game meant the Knicks would have like. Been it was literally game. just we're grasping again at what I started with. Grasping is true. I went to. Okay. Can we go to hard at the four, RJ at the four? Then Grimes comes in, then quickly comes in. Oh, what do you know? Spacing. And then maybe we get a couple threes to fall. And you know, Let, it's a nine-point game in the fourth quarter. Last thing I'll say before we start getting into the super chats, uh, I'm gonna shout out where is he? Let me get his name right. Chris Peso uh, DM me after game one, after it was game two. And he was like, um, he was very, very kind uh, about it. He's like, I, I sent you getting frustrated when like, you know, fans vent after, you know, like a, a good win, but you got to remember like, you, you know, that you're, you know, this is that, this is what fans do. As you always say, Andrew mm-hmm. fans, fans short for fanatic. So I just want to say right up front, let it all out. I'm not getting on anybody for anything. Um, you know, ideally we're not firing anybody or trading anybody tonight, but I just ideally, want to say that what? ideally, but that's <laughs> not what happens rationally when when yeah. you're right after a game and your team just got their teeth kicked no, which in by is, arrival. Which is why I want to say so for anybody who's used to hearing me um push back and be like, oh, get off the ledge, this and that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very receptive to all uh all criticism and ledge jumping and, and so on and so forth. because uh, that, that that was bad. And um if emotion if your emotions are, are running high, um you know I, I I certainly can't blame you. Well said. Remember that thought. As I am now, remember that thought. As we now dive in to the super chats. Thank God I feel like I'm about to enter in the uh, Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade, where he goes to get the the chalice or whatever. It's it the opposite. It's it's the first. It's the first one. The temple. It, oh, with uh, the snake. Oh, hold what on. Are we, well, no. There's he. He has one of these moments in every movie. Oh, right. you're talking about the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm the talking big, the opening scene where you're now of entering. In, right of Raiders, where you're taking the 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 sack out and there's phrasing um taking the the thing off the thing and then suddenly a boulder much better <laughs> they didn't say a different word john <laughs> we're about as effective as a josh hart starting lineup right now um, we could also okay. go with the snake the snakes on the train uh at the be- when young indiana and in beginning of part three too. that is true you may also in raiders be being lowered into a snake pit at the moment so maybe that's the actual example whatever bring it on so i'm here there for. you go It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 